You are tuning in to Vlog Boss Radio, episode 138. I just want to hold you. I just want to look into your eyes and tell you that I want you. You know you make me feel so alive. Can't stop thinking about you day and night. Love it when you kiss me. Love it when we touch. Every time I'm down here, you make me smile. What's up, socials? Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Vlog Boss Radio. This is Amy Landino, and today is Tuesday, January 16th, 2018. You're listening to You Are the Solution by Loving Caliber featuring Shay. You can find this track and many, many more, including the rest in this episode for your vlogs and other content by subscribing to Epidemic Sound. Get your 30-day free trial by visiting vloglikeaboss.com slash music. All right, let's get into it this lovely Tuesday, lovely meaning it hasn't stopped snowing since I, you know, woke up this morning. But it's fine. It's totally fine. Because I'm very excited about this episode. You know, one of the tragedies of the lost Podmas episodes (laughs) is that they are not lost. And that I'm actually sharing an interview with you today that I wish would have come out sooner because sooner is always better than later. Uh, But it's a good thing you get to hear it today. So thanks so much for tuning in because sharing your videos is extremely important, both from the initial post and the marketing plan that has to happen after. That's right. Even if videos are marketing for you, they are not the end all be all. You have to market the marketing. So keep that in mind. I'm so pleased that I have Vlogboss University alumni and dear friends of mine, Andrew and Pete on the show to talk about sharing your videos. I'm not going to be too chatty today before that interview because we have a lot of good information to come. But I do want to remind you that there are a number of components that happen before people will want to share your videos. And one of them is you overcoming your fear of making video or making crappy video. Now, justified if you don't want to make crappy video and that scares you a little bit. But If you're worried about it, especially if you're worried about it, if you're worried about not looking your best on video, thinking that you can do better than where you have already started, all the above, you should be considering coming to my free live event, which is coming up next week. And you absolutely will love every minute of it because it is called How to Not Look Stupid Vlogging. Again, how to not look stupid vlogging, okay? No worries. You don't have to book a flight or get out of your winter comfies. You just need to join me online. It's a live event. I'm going to do it a couple of times. So if you don't like one date and time over another, no big deal. But there will not be any replays. You must attend live. So I want you to go get the details of how to not look stupid vlogging over at vloglikeaboss.com slash webinar. That's vloglikeaboss.com slash webinar. Trust me when I say I know what it's like to want to not look stupid vlogging, okay? Let's just pretend like you think I'm okay at this vlogging thing, right? I would like to think that you do because you are listening to this show. You've either, you know, gotten good advice from me or you have seen a video of mine. Well, I was preparing for this live training that I'm doing, and this morning I went back and watched some of my older YouTube videos from older channels, and just to get that fresh look 
at how ripe I was. <laughs> it was painful. It was so painful to watch. And you know what? You might look at it and go, okay, it's not that bad. I've seen a lot worse like myself. It's fine. We're all going to be our own worst critics, period. It doesn't matter how bad you think you are at the start. Beginning is for ballers. Continuing is for champions. I know you want to be a champion. I know you want to get past those rookie mistakes and be a better version of yourself on camera, the actual version of yourself, because it's just a medium. It is just delivering the message. So I want you to go check this out. Come to the live training. We're going to have a good time. I'm going to do a giveaway. I'll do live Q&A. It's all going down at vloglikeaboss.com slash webinar. So go and check it out. Now it's time to get into the good stuff. In just a few minutes, we're going to be talking about the five things that make people want to share your videos with my friends, Andrew and Pete. But first, you know what time it is. It's time for your Vlog Boss gear recommendation of the day. Here on Vlogboss Radio, I like to recommend something for the future Vlogboss. It might be gear, it might be software, it could be something for your desk, a book to keep you motivated, whatever it is. I like to recommend it so you can step out and go get it. So here is today's Vlogboss gear recommendation. In the spirit of sharing, I highly recommend you get your Instagram game on point. It is an amazing social network that can tap into so many audiences. Don't you dare say your audience is not there. If you want to promote your videos, you should be doing it on Instagram. And if you want to take it seriously, you should be scheduling your content to go out. And that is why I recommend Planoly. Planoly is an app. It is an app for both iTunes and Android, whatever your thing is, Apple or Android. And I love it because it allows you to upload photos, see what they look like before they go out, pre-write your captions, and you will absolutely become a pro at Instagram promotion if you use this app. I have recently gotten my one-year renewal. That came through on my credit card. So I was like, oh, okay, great. I've been using it for over a year. This has been a major success. I need to recommend it for my vlog bosses. I will link to this at the show notes. So go and check that out and get it. I'm serious. Instagram isn't going away. Okay. Facebook is a little weird sometimes, but they do own Instagram and they are powerful. So you should be using it to your advantage. Go check out the show notes for a link to Planoly. If you would like more of my recommendations for you, the vlog boss, check out my gear guide at vloglikeaboss.com slash gear guide. And that was your vlog boss gear recommendation of the day. I'm so excited about who's with me today. Let me tell you about Andrew and Pete. Yes, the two of them are joining us today because they are the dynamic duo. Andrew and Pete are the content marketing duo that help solopreneurs and small business owners create shareable content that builds brands people love. They are speakers, vloggers, podcasters, and authors of two books, The Hippocampus and Content Mavericks. Thank you so much for being here, guys. Andrew and Pete, how are you? 
We are so excited to be here, Amy. Thank you. It's about time. It's it about is time. about time. I agree. I'm glad we, there's a consensus about that. <laughs> well, you guys, the, I love um, just our relationship goes back to 2015, and you guys just really impressed me so much because honestly, I don't think I'd. I, I might be wrong. I've missed an email here or two in my life, but for the most part, I don't think I'd heard from you digitally until we met in person at, um, in Manchester where I was speaking at, where was I speaking? What, what was that uh, one called? New Media Europe. New Media Europe. Exactly. Thank you. And, and you guys came up to me and, and really just shared some fun ideas. And what I learned about you very quickly is that you know how to get attention online. And that's, quite literally what my book vlog like a boss is is surrounded around and i thought that was really cool because it's very tough to get attention and you guys mm. do it in such a way with branding and information and entertainment that i think is awesome so i wanted to have you on today because we've also worked together in vlog boss university and done some talking and you've got really cool videos that you've been working on in in the time we've known each other and i just thought if there's a couple of guys that can talk about what makes shareable video i think it's you so i'm really <laughs> pumped that you're going to be talking about the five things that make people want to share videos just to give people a quick idea if someone was going to go watch your videos what what could they expect <laughs> you can expect to learn something incredibly, right? <laughs> incredibly practical, <laughs> but in a fun way. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because learning about marketing and growing your business doesn't need to be boring. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> and that, that, was a, that was a great intro as well, by the way. Thank you. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, like, you are the dynamic duo, but the, also the content marketing duo. And I just think you're all the duos. And I just, I love how you guys are so branded. I'm like, you're the most fun duo. I mean, I, 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 we're going to have to tell people that you made me dribble water all over myself at some point. I don't think it's that yet. We're, we're going to leave that for later. We'll leave that for later. All right. That's so, what you can expect. That should have been the other <laughs> yeah. Amy Schmitzauer drooling. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. All right, let's get into it. What are these five things that make people want to share your videos? What's, what's the first big thing that you guys think that that is? Yeah, so we think it's super important to stand out online, okay? Especially the world is getting busier and busier and busier. busier. So the best way to grow is just to create content that is so good that it's shareable, right? So we've got the five reasons we've discovered that are basically underlying reasons that anybody will um, need to have before they share your content online, before they share your videos. And the first one is brand advocacy. Okay, so people will literally share your stuff just because they like you, okay? They're a fan of you, your brand, they love what you do, and they just wanna help you out, okay? Now, two things about this is, number one, it's about letting people in, okay? So in your videos, in your content, you need to let people in, let them get to know you, because nobody can be a fan of someone that they don't know. That's so a really feel free. Good point. That's a good yeah. point. And that's something that people trip up on a lot is, mm. you know, how far is too far? I actually feel this question quite a bit yeah. when I speak as somebody comes up to me after and says, how do you, how do you deal with your face and your personality and everything is so involved in your business? And I'm like, I, I know what my brand is. <laughs> <laughs> I know what my brand is and I know yeah. that I, I'm going to take it to a certain distance before it's, it's just for me. 
And everything else is something I want people to know about me because that authenticity is going to offer the opportunity for us to build more of a relationship rather than you just getting a couple of quick tips. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. So many people are trying to put up this uber professional outlook mm-hmm. and like they're the bees knees and they're absolutely perfect. They've got this perfect persona. And mm. you, we, all, we all know it's not true. So stop hiding <laughs> it, okay? okay. Uh, people in a little bit. Like and I think the other thing you can do is be a little bit more proactive. Yeah, I think a lot of people, especially when they're starting out online, on social media with video, they are reactive. So they're waiting for people mm-hmm. to stumble across them. They're waiting for people to find them on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Well, we say if you're just starting out, you need to be proactive. And this is what we've done a ton in the early days. We actually went out to people and we met them. We replied to their comments. We um, followed them on Twitter yes. first. Mm-hmm. And that's how we kind of grew our audience. And the more we done that, the more when people see our stuff in their feeds, they're like, you know what? I'm going to give that a watch. I'm going to uh-huh. give that a share. And we <laughs> made that first move. I love that. That's, that does go back to my original point because you guys did such a good job just sort of observing what was important to me, what was important to my brand. And if you were able to bring me value, you'd, you'd prepared something that literally outlined that to the point of it feeling very personalized to me. And that is how you get to the level of having people say, I'm literally just sharing this. I'm sharing this video, this thing that you did today, even though you do something all the time. I'm sharing this just because I know how hard you work for people like me. Yeah, and it's like that reciprocation thing as well. If I go onto your Twitter feed or your Facebook and find some of your content and share it, when you see my videos, you're probably going to want to share it too just to kind of reciprocate that mm-hmm. that relationship. So mm-hmm. be proactive. I love that. way to build your brand advocacy. Absolutely. And this is, I, again, I just want to emphasize what an amazing opportunity to have people that are brand advocates. And I think people forget how awesome that is. And they're shooting for the short term. They're shooting for the metrics and, and the, the little things yeah. that, of course, when they add up, they'll make a big impact. But if you, if you really focus on this advocacy piece, you will truly make something for someone that is that specific someone you need to in order to make that shareable content. And so brand advocacy is so huge. What's the second thing that makes people want to share your videos? Okay, so the second thing is emotion. So when we're creating videos, we want to make people actually feel something. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people kind of miss this. Mm-hmm. So we're being quite deliberate of what emotions we actually want to make people feel. And for us, it's definitely kind of fun, funny, yeah, fun. we want to make people laugh. Right? right? But that's not the case for everybody. And I think a lot of people think, hey, I'm not too funny. I don't know what I can do. And it's like, it's not a case about just being funny all the time. There's a right. ton of different emotions we can tap into. We can tap into fear or um, awe or surprise or nostalgia. Mm-hmm. Nostalgia is actually a great one. If you can make people reminisce about something in the past, people love that kind of stuff. Yeah. Love we did a Absolutely. video recently about someone challenged us to do a boring video. So we shot a proper 90s style old <laughs> video with all the old effects, like <laughs> Comic Sans everywhere. Oh um, my gosh, that's brilliant. That, up. <laughs> that <laughs> is so brilliant. References back to like the 90s and everyone was picking up on it and commenting and sharing it. It was just like really funny. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic. And, and the other thing is I think 
um, just keeping in mind, like, what is the end goal? Is the end goal to be the funniest person on earth? Probably not. It can be a part of your personality. Like I, I kind of am on this like weird line of like a super sarcastic person that can be funnier on some days than other. Um, I was definitely voted most sarcastic, most sarcastic by my senior class in high school. So there's a lot of that sort of continuing on. But that being said, the first video I made had everything to do with the emotion it created. And that's the reason I understood video at that point and wanted to continue with it because it was something that I made people feel like they were having a moment. And and nostalgia was a big part of that, but it was also bringing the nostalgia to the present time and how that actually affected somebody today. And it was very motivational. And so I think even just motivational stuff, yeah, Yeah. super amazing as well for the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Really if you want to move people to share, then you have to move them inside with some kind of emotion. Absolutely. And I'll just, I want to sum this one up with probably one of the, one of the most popular viral sensations that happened. And that is Chewbacca mom. Chewbacca mom if you don't know you're one of the few people on the planet that didn't see this Facebook video this lady went live in on Facebook I believe she went live she went live on Facebook and she bought something from Kohl's for herself and it was like a Chewbacca mask that laughed the Chewbacca laugh and woman this ordinary woman in her ordinary car with a Star Wars memorabilia mask was just having the time of her life in this car and that emotion that everyone felt through her vicariously was enough to get that video shared to the ends of the earth it was just crazy how much that drove people so i (laughs) i love the example of emotion because it can be so powerful when you start thinking about it in lots of different ways you don't have to be funny but joy nostalgia motivation can Mm -hmm. still work too what's what's the next thing that makes people want to share okay so the next thing that makes people want to share is appearance and this is their own Mm -hmm. appearance so if you can create content that not only makes yourself look good, but makes other people look good when they share it, they are way more likely to share it. And this is wow, another- I love that point. Mm-hmm. We see a lot of people create what we call like selfish content, mm-hmm. where it's all about them, it's all about how amazing they are, it's all about the products and the services. And it's like, why would anyone want to share that? Yeah? So we're always about thinking, right, if somebody shares this video that we've created, what does that say about them? Does that make them look in the know about something? Or does that make them look like the funny one? Absolutely. Yeah, so a good example of that recently, we just created a video about GDPR. I don't know if this has quite got over there, but it's a brand new law that's coming out over here in Europe that everyone's kind of like up in arms about and no one really Everyone's Um, losing their minds about it. It's quite funny. So we created this really simple video that just explained the basics in a really kind of, easy way for people to understand mm-hmm. and so many people shared that. that video because they could then show their audience hey look i know you've got this coming up i know this is coming up we're all worried about it here's a solution yeah mm, i love that what a brilliant point now so for the person that's asking and i think this is i don't think anyone can hear this point strongly enough the appearance i was just reading 
today in entrepreneur 21 things science says about you know your facebook and instagram feeds what does it re reveal about you uh -huh. and that that appearance piece is so massive because you know if yeah. you talk about your significant other too much you're probably not actually doing great in your relationship or you're feeling like it could be better or if you're posting too much on instagram they're saying that you are more lonely these things this appearance matters a lot to people everyone's little place in the world that is their press release to deliver is just exactly. so, so big so yeah this is that that's interesting what for the person though that says why did you do a video on that particular thing just because maybe it was topical maybe it was great from an appearance standpoint and it was a bit shareable but was it on brand for you how do you tie it back yeah so we're always making sure that whatever we create is on brand so we, we even though it was like a kind of a dull subject eu eu laws we tapped into a lot of these other points as well. So again, we went for emotion and we made it funny. So everyone's kind of losing their minds over this, thinking everyone's going to be like, find a ton of money. Yeah. So we basically dressed me up in a prison outfit and it started with Pete just like in the video by himself saying, <laughs> <laughs> saying I had been arrested for sending out an email. And then I like storm in and it's like, no, don't worry, Pete, I've escaped. <laughs> <laughs> In a full prison outfit as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. That <laughs> so is spectacular. To make it as shareable as possible. I think that probably helped make it yeah, shareable definitely. as well as, because there's a lot of dull videos about mm. GDPR being oh, creative God, that aren't right. getting shared. <laughs> that's the thing here with these five reasons why people share, like they all kind of can combine. Like the more elements you have in there, the better. Mm -hmm. But like on, on this appearance thing, just to like summarize it, yeah. you've got like, if you've got one of those cool companies that sells like glow-in-the-dark drones or something, you can just create a video about your product, right? And it probably will do awesome and it'll be really shareable because everyone wants to have a glow-in-the-dark drone, right? That, that makes them look cool and fun. But for a lot of companies, you can't do that. So it's about thinking about what else you can actually talk about. So there's a really cool example. Um, I don't know if you've heard of them, Amy, but Chubbies in America. And what Chubbies do, they just create shorts, mm -hmm. like swimwear shorts or everyday shorts. Mm -hmm. And now there's not a lot of content you can produce about shorts, right? It's like, right. here's some shorts. Here's how to put shorts on. Watch out for blog number two on how to take shorts off. <laughs> really exciting. Quite content. an extensive playlist uh, there. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe that second video could be a little bit racy. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. to that. <laughs> but what Chubbies do, they go back to the brand mission, which is to make sure people have the best weekend they possibly can. Dot, dot, dot. In their shorts, okay? Mm. So all of their video content is about... Um, what fun things that you can do at the weekend, which is great because they share things like um, there's a thing in Texas where you can go and sit in this lake and watch the film Jaws and you're in a rubber ringy, rubber dinghy, like <laughs> yeah, yeah. rubber ring, and like there's fake sharks going about and stuff. And that, that sounds so much fun. And it's like how to create the perfect rope swing, uh, how to have a great barbecue. And it's all these things you can do, but obviously outside in your shorts. Mm. And all of a sudden, this is highly shareable video content because, yeah, I want to share this because I want to look like the fun person. I want to look like that guy who knows what to do at the weekend and how to have fun. I love that. So they, 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 they flip that on the head 
And that's what we have to tap into as well if you want to create shareable content. Absolutely. Yeah. With Chubbies, it's so funny because like I know I knew who you were talking about, but I forgot until you told me what the content was. And that is a really, really great reminder to everybody of how big this can be and, and how closely it's tied to the brand. So great. Okay. So we've heard about brand advocacy. People know and like you and they're just going to share because they think you're amazing. I have so many socials in the community that'll just share every video, share every podcast because they believe in it. And of course, hopefully they watched and listened as well. But it's, it's so cool to have that. It's a great way to jumpstart word of mouth. Emotion, really making yeah. someone feel something. That's how we get somebody to buy something in the first place. Potentially with the next point of appearance, buying something, sharing something, doing all of these things because of how somebody wants to appear. What is the fourth point on why people want to share video? Yeah, so the fourth point is causes and beliefs. So if you can align yourself to something that people feel really strongly and passionate about, then you hold the power to be shared. Mm. So if you are crusading for a strong mission, it doesn't necessarily have to be like a charity or something, but it could be. Mm -hmm. um, and you are aligning yourself to that as a mission. If anyone else agrees with that, then they're going to want to share that message. Mm. And every time they share that message, your brand is also being shared. And the key to this is to be not only real to yourself, like you can't just align yourself to a charity or a cause because you think it might get shared um, <laughs> if it's not really true to you and authentic. Mm -hmm. So it does need to be authentic, but it also needs to be relevant to your audience. Mm -hmm. And there are two things that I don't think people always get. Maybe they'll have um, a charity that they really love but it has no bearing on their audience whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So when they're trying to like raise money for it, or if they're trying to like say, this is what my business is about and this is why I do it, it's not going to have the same effect. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't think it just has to be charity based though. You know, no. I think anything that people have a passion about, even if it's something stupid, like Apple versus Android, mm -hmm. anything that people like feel That's like there's a, a cause. That's a belief system. Isn't it right? <laughs> Tap into anything like that, and people that are on your side are going to share it, and mm. the people that aren't on your side are going to share it and it. tell you that you're wrong. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's almost tapping into being a little bit more controversial as well. There mm. on the flip side, so it, it could be something super emotional as well and passionate, like, mm -hmm. but it could also be something controversial. Mm -hmm. So that's quite funny. I'd say it's probably the hardest one to tap into of these five ideas, yeah. but it can work if you do it. Well. Yeah, I think I think the reason for that though is that there's no risk management if you don't survive it. You know, you you basically go into something and you take a stance on something, and then if there's backlash, it's because it wasn't properly executed, it wasn't properly approached, and the approach itself was so not thought through that there wasn't a plan for what happens when part of the audience might feel isolated or a little bit different. And I think that's where this one goes wrong, but more, more exciting is that it can go very right with the target that it does pan out for. And that continues to help drive home who your perfect audience is 
because they'll be the ones that, that just say this is spot on. And now I feel an emotional drive to get this word out, to share this thing, or just in general to talk about the cause more and the person that I've been sort of having digital communication with about it. You know, you can just yeah. even speaking about somebody in general and, and what they believe and how, you know, actually a good example of this is, um, uh, not necessarily a vlogger of some kind, but Dave Ramsey and how he ta how he talks about financials, and because he is very clear on his belief about credit cards and the need for credit and things like that, and how you should actually set yourself up for success in different ways, you know, people can now talk about him in general. They share his stuff, but they can say like, "Oh, I, you know, I follow the guidance of Dave Ramsey. I don't have a credit card. I don't have this." So the so it's really cool when you put your line in the sand when you really put a line yeah. in the sand and you have totally planned how that will play out for your brand and that you need to stand by it but when you do it's very powerful for the people that follow along so i love that's a great point what is the last way that you guys want to talk about people being driven to share content more specifically youtube videos yeah so the last one is it's the one that most people go for, okay, when they're trying to think of something that's quite shareable. It's the easiest one to go for, but we would also say it's the hardest one as well, okay? So it's high value, high value. So Why is that the hardest? Well, when you're creating your content, the more useful it is, the better, and obviously the more likely people are to share because it's been so helpful to them. They want to show to the world that they are also helpful and they will thus share it for you. Now, the thing with this is, <laughs> everyone's a creator these days. There's so many videos out there, mm -hmm. so many extremely helpful videos out there that the benchmark is very high. So if we're creating these average value videos, it's gonna be very tough to get those shares. Yeah. And so we wanna challenge people, are your videos high value enough? Okay, so if your video is either entertaining or useful or inspiring, is it to a hyper degree of, of all those things? Is it uber, uber valuable yeah, or not? Absolutely. I love that you bring this up because that is the differentiator. It's not just value, it's high value, it's memorable value. And a lot of people miss the mark here because they're so busy holding everything close to the chest and really don't yes. want everybody to know because they think they're educating their competitors rather than their customers. And, and or there, it doesn't have to be somebody that's necessarily buying a product from you, just a loyal audience member. If you say you're gonna deliver on the headline of your video, and you do, but it's pretty much what everyone's already heard before, even though they're continuing to dig for more information, they're going to move on to the next one and try to find greener pastures. And it's because so many people are just saying, I'm not going to give it all away. I'm just going to give away most of it. And then every, the other people that are just rebellious, don't care, and just know that the high, high value and the, the number of people paying attention is going to pay off for them, they just deliver it all. They don't even think it through. And it's just like, well, look, this is just what's natural to me. And that makes all the difference from point number one, an advocacy level, big time. I think it's a lot of, it comes down to when people are just starting as well, and they feel like, right, I'm not getting a ton of views at this point, mm -hmm. but I really need to try it that hard where what we say is imagine every video you're creating you're not creating it for your own channel but you're creating it for 
I don't know, the, your perfect YouTube channel that you would love to have a video on. If you were creating a video for that channel, how much effort would you put in to make sure it was the best video you had ever created? Right. If you knew thousands, thousands of people were going to watch it. Yeah. That's how much effort you need to be putting into your videos, even when you're just starting out. Yeah, like we got the opportunity to do a video for a big industry leading um, profile. Mm -hmm. And we were like, oh, oh my God, like we need to put like so much effort into this. Mm -hmm. So we like spent weeks and weeks like rehearsing it and practicing it, like writing the script, um, doing all the editing, all this stuff. And it was like one of our best performing videos ever. Wow. And we thought, hey, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> Like, why aren't we doing this for our usual videos? Absolutely. Um, you, and can, think, you can always push yourself further. You can always push always. yourself. It's so, so and, and I love that you, oh, I just, I can't, I just can't with what you just said. That's so amazing. I'm so glad you said that because this is so major. This is so major. So many people, let's, let's talk about, let's just say this, the, the average YouTuber who simply wants to ramp up their presence and get paid to make awesome content. You have to make awesome content if you want to get paid to make awesome content. And so you're yeah. waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for money and sponsorship. And when you do get that one sponsor, you're like, oh my goodness, I'm going to town. And it does perform better, not just because the sponsor's collaborating with you, but because you did a great job. You have to do that every time. It doesn't have to be, you know, this huge campaign every time, but it does have to be your best at that moment every time. Mm -hmm. And you know, when you cut corners, you just do, you just mm -hmm. do. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Okay. So awesome. brand advocacy, emotion, yeah. appearance, causes mm -hmm. and beliefs and high value. These are the five yeah. things that make people want to share videos. Yeah. So the, th the thing about this is as well to make it a little bit easier for people. Yeah. So, you know, at the beginning we said it's content's really tough, right? Mm -hmm. So we have this phrase, content's a beach, right? Now, content if I say that out loud, it sounds, it sounds rude. But what I'm actually, <laughs> saying, what I'm actually saying there is content is a beach, B-E-A-C-H. And... The reason for that is actually because yes, it's hard, but if you make it shareable, then content is amazing and awesome. It's going to grow your business. And for the keen listener amongst you, you'll have noticed that actually all these five things are an actual anagram of the word beach. B-E-A-C-H. Brand advocacy, emotion, appearance, Ooh. causes, and high value. You guys, come on. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, I expect no less from you. Andrew and Pete, you are amazing. Tell me, tell me about the book that is out right now because I think they need to all learn more about content being a beach. Oh, thank you so much, Amy. Yeah, we have just launched our second book, which is called Content Ooh. Mavericks. Yes. So we wanted to a book that took business owners through a seven-step process to mm -hmm. actually do all of this content marketing stuff, but not in just an average way, in actually a standout way. So there's seven modules for you to work your way through, going right from defining your brand, creating an amazing content idea, to actually organizing it all, promoting it all, and getting actual sales from it too. 
Yeah, the whole thing is just about really getting quicker success because we're fed mm-hmm. up with people saying it's a long-term strategy. Mm. It needs to be awesome short-term benefits. Love well. it. Love it. Andrew and Pete, Content Mavericks. I'll add all the the, uh, the links to that in the show notes. Also, you guys got to help me um, with the links to some of the examples you gave because I think they'd be really great for people to check out and see more of your channel as well just to get an idea of why in the world you were in a, in a, in a prison suit. But other than that, <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for being on Blogboss Radio, Andrew and Pete. Really appreciate your time. Thanks so much for having us, Amy. Thanks everyone for listening. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Vlog Boss Radio. I appreciate it as always. Join me for How to Not Look Stupid Vlogging coming up next week. Vloglikeaboss.com slash webinar. If you want to discover your excellence in vlogging and building your personal brand, pick up a copy of Vlog Like a Boss found on Amazon and your favorite online stores. Visit vloglikeaboss.com for more details. Remember to subscribe for good vibes and continue to go after the life that you want. Cheers. Cheers.